2: Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Hello, and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is called Phil Whelans. Also with me are Jim Grant. Jim, um, who brings us this podcast? Well, it's, we, well, we come in uh, association with Ladbrokes. In association with yeah, Ladbrokes. Yeah, and for
3: special offers and things, you go, go to, to bet.westhampodcast.com. bet.westhampodcast.com. Yes. Yeah, bet.westhampodcast.com. Ladbrokes. bet.westhampodcast.com. Special offers and things. Special offers. Because they're, you know, nice. What's that web address again? bet.westhampodcast.com.
2: Well, that went well. Jim. I think we've done that. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think we've, we've done, covered yeah. all the bases. Also, joining us, uh, if you like me, uh, well, I do are... like you. <laughs> if... <laughs> Thank you very much, Jim. <laughs> That's very kind of you. If like me, you listen to podcasts and and uh, read blogs like a modern 21st century man, which is what I what I very much. You're am. a new man, really. Very, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a new modern mm. modern man. Mm. Then you will obviously have come across the foremost podcast in, I would say, the world about West Ham United and Wagner. Yes. It's got, you know, some competition, but I think it is probably. I think it's probably probably one. It's probably, it's it's among the best. It's among the best podcasts about the twin subjects of West Ham United and uh, uh, Wagner. Wagner. And uh, here with us is uh, is one of our favourite guests. It is, of course, Donald Hammer. Hello, Phil. Hello. Hello. Um, How are you? i'm quite calm all is well calm oh good good oh well, yes. that's good after yeah. our second uh after our second four one <coughs> uh hammering shafting, shafting. mullering uh, yeah tonking yeah uh of uh a 10 day period well less eight 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 days um the mood uh, is still buoyant, uh, because mathematically it feels like we uh, still are in with a very good chance of standing, staying up. However, I've got to say that uh, um, I think I'm quite an optimistic person. But, uh, but uh, I called the 2015 absolute landslide that the pollsters didn't see coming in the general election. I also called Trump and Brexit. I thought, no it's going to be trump and i thought no it's going to be brexit uh and it feels like there is a sort of a narrative that that goes disastrous season marches pitch invasions ending in relegation you know it feels that that you know could could be the case is that is that that, are you are you thinking that it's heading that way well i don't Did want you to have say dark that out loud, forebodings I think dark forebodings i do have dark forebodings <laughs> no. what, what you need to do phil mm-hmm. is take deep breaths yes
1: close your eyes mm-hmm. when you do that mm-hmm. um a vision transcendental of meditation. david Moyes as a buddha as a, will appear yes. before you mm-hmm. probably in some sort of triangular structure right keep breathing mm-hmm. eventually Bits of mauve smoke yes. will appear from the top of his head. Right. When that happens, you know it's working. Oh, good. Okay. And I think you'll find we will be fine. Oh,
2: good. It isn't well, it isn't great, but we will be okay. Jim, I notice you've got, uh, you've almost, uh, you've gone for, um, uh, Don of the Hammer has gone for spirituality. Jim, you appear to have a league table you. <laughs> I do you. have you've a gone, league for table. Math, for math. gone for science. I've <laughs> gone for
3: science. I've gone for science.
2: Yes. To, well, I mean, I think the thing is... Uh, Don of the Hammer, I respect, I respect... I respect very much that encouraging monologue involving smoke coming out of David Moyes' head. I I love it. I'm all over it's it. It's a true vision. Yeah, and I think if you if
1: you look carefully, he'll probably have risen an inch or two off of the floor.
2: That's too much, Don. I'm I'm sorry, that's 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 too too much. much. Uh, Your original speech about us—we're going (laughs) to, in post-production, we'll set that to music. (laughs) We set it to, uh, we set it to uh, music. Lovely lilting music, perhaps Wagner. Did I a
1: quiet passage of Wagner? I feel I ought to break some news to you, Mm -hmm. Phil and Jim, that I've I've left Don at home this evening
2: the persona don of the hammer or don don hammer yes one of your many, many aliases <laughs> one of the uh, one of my many schizophrenic tendencies. is it because you work in the legal system that that all of your other activities have to be conducted under some kind of what, uh, happened, nom was this? what happened was this i
1: i thought i'd start this um this blog combining these wonderful two interests that were destined mm-hmm. to be together of course west ham and wagner did that for a couple of years realised that only two people in the world were reading them. Me and Jim. Ah, four, because I thought it was me and Don. Right. I then realised that Don and I were one and the same ah. person. Oh, like Fight Club. A bit like Fight Club. A bit like Fight Club. This this was a cataclysmic event, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm, for which I'm I'm only just now recovering. Right. So, um, my name actually, I'm a fairly ordinary bloke. I'm, there's nothing godlike vi in various in var- right. terms no. about me. Oh, that's that's Don. I'm, I'm, right. I'm Russell. 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 That's you know plain and simple. And um, Don, I'm afraid, is no more. Jim, this is oh. this is a bombshell.
3: <laughs> I'm 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 in pieces.
2: Yes, I, I, I I'm I'm gutted, I'm shattered. Yeah, yeah.
3: No. I, i'm in fragments
1: there are
2: shards would it help? of
3: me all over I, the over would it the
1: help if i remove the horned helmet that would be
2: obviously. Obviously. Or the horned rim spectacles
3: at <laughs> <Yes. least. laughs>
2: yeah. um, don you're rocking a new pair of glasses yeah you? they oh, are russell uh, russell you're, you're rocking a new pair of glasses we've
1: uh, we've discussed yeah. i know Your wife very, my, my, my wife has turned
2: against them yeah glasses can be pricey can't they are those pricey for <laughs> those pricey glasses
1: these were fairly hefty, yes. Ooh. Persol. I don't know, I thought it was oh, Persol. Persol. Yeah, yeah, they make sunglasses. And washing powder. And washing powder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They do. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to said the glasses are more expensive than the washing out. powder.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: This is good stuff, isn't it? <laughs> this,
3: <laughs> this, this, this is, is all
1: about this avoiding is talking about misery. So, right, um,
2: right? Yeah, isn't there
1: you... an advert, was it Tide or was it Persol, when they say, why, well, per- as, she's, as the, the lady's picking one down off of the shelf, and they're going, why are you going for that one? And she says,
2: well... I don't it, know. I'm just a woman. My no, husband no. normally makes the decisions. She,
1: she gave that <laughs> glint to that, the look in her eyes right, said that. Right. But what she actually said was, well, in case, to which the uh, advertiser said, well, in, in case, case what? of what? Oh, just in case. As though you really can't trust any of the other washing
2: powders. Yeah, interesting. Right. Mm. She right. uh, murdered a lot of people football, and wasn't sure that the whites of uh, the, the the white of her sheets. She operated a bed and breakfast in which people were enticed to spend the night there, and they were murdered. And uh, blood is notoriously difficult to get out of sheets. Oh, very. And uh, Purcell was guaranteed through its uh, uh, biological enzymes. To, it's its enzymes enzymes to get the blood yeah. out of any sheets. Yeah, yeah, um, right. As advertised by Dennis <laughs> Nielsen. <laughs> what am I... Uh, what's going on here? What's um, happening? Yeah, did he no, live in Jim, Gardens? He, he did, yeah. In yeah, Muscle Hill. Yeah. Uh, um, in fact, uh, some friends of mine, a uh, selection of comedians, Henning Vane, Phil Nichol, Carrie Marks, Matt Kirschen, all lived, if not in that house, next door to it. I hope not under the garden. No, no, no. It was all above ground. Oh, good. Uh, in the house. Um, Jim... Hello. Jim, you have a table. You have I a table do. Yeah, me. yeah. Uh, so we've talked about the we've talked about the spiritual the spiritual aspects of survival in the Premier League. Uh, Don, with his marvellous monologue about David Moyes and smoke coming out of his <laughs> head. <laughs> Jim, you have the uh, oddly you know, <laughs> because you are a teacher in the arts, in the lively arts. Uh, You have come with a a scientific, pragmatic agenda.
3: Yes. Well, for a long time, I've been saying uh, reasonably confidently that, you know, however bad we are, whatever uh, we fail to do on the pitch, um, there are teams below us who are worse and not going to pick up points. 35 uh, points are enough. And and 35 points might actually even be uh, enough. And I've been thinking that for some time. But now I look at it and bearing in mind goal difference is going to come into it. We're now on minus 24 goal difference. 35 points. Um, we're looking at, if, 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 we, to go, if we were to go down, it would mean three of Huddersfield, Swansea, Southampton and Stoke going past us because West Brom can't. And uh, I've, I, I would have dismissed that really, but prior to Sunday, I would have sort of said, well, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially when you think of Huddersfield's last three games are all yeah. against top teams. Um, Swansea, Southampton, Stoke going to take points off each other yeah um potentially but actually you know Huddersfield 35 they only need to nick a draw Mm -hmm. in one of those you know backs to the wall nil nil somewhere Mm -hmm. yeah um Swansea and Southampton if Southampton beat Swansea they'll be level with us and um with better goal difference um Stoke, Swansea, Stoke, if Smoke win both their last games, one of them would be against Swansea, but if they lose to Swansea, uh, Swansea going to be on uh, 36 points if they win one game. So uh, it's suddenly looking slightly Do more. Do you want relying on you? For, for the I know, but I, of, I, I, we, I, I, we're I think, the, I we're think pop- we have to get another point or two. This hmm. is why you need the move, Smoke.
2: Yeah. yeah. Right. Well,
3: I think we have Close to. Close your to eyes. I'm hard. beginning yeah. to think if we, stay, be well. if we
2: lose the next 3 uh, I think we might we might go. Okay. Well, here is the thrust then of uh, our the next part of our conversation, which is a uh, uh, we've lost two four one games in a row. Uh, what do we think? is uh is happening what is what is wrong generally uh so this is sort Ooh. of our this is where we're, we're yeah. entering our match review of the yes. Manchester City game right um uh there were uh, it was a lively four person podcast last week and there's stuff I felt uh, we didn't really cover in the Arsenal game which okay. we could fold into our yeah. twin 8-2 aggregate defeat to two different 4-1
3: defeats weren't yes. they let's 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 face it yeah, we, were we were in the, in the in, Arsenal yes. game yes. for much of it yeah um uh you really felt even though we had a little spell at the end of the first half against man city and scored the goal yeah um you never really felt we were no 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 we we
2: were in that game uh it Um, had an extraordinary second half that man city game that was like (coughs) it was like a kind of training game it was it was was a walk the second half took place at walking pace it was like a kind of uh ambient football match that you just let wash over you which unfortunately we were also as a team doing it was basically we were simply doing the minimum to participate and it was so
1: in. disappointing because mm. I remember going in at half time mm. and with a bit of a spring in the step we brought a goal back two down yes one down at half time we oh well, were we one down I thought yeah, well, we so were two one down two half-time. one down so one yes, goal Yeah. so one down, yeah. one down uh, and on the ascendancy and you thought that we were really going to come out in the second half and put it to them mm, and that mm. Carroll would make an appearance at some point there would be balls bypassing the midfield lofted up roughing them up a bit yeah but it just didn't happen no we just sat back uh, we I
3: well we stood off them it. terribly I mean the two goals oh, yeah. they scored in the second half were like training ground goals weren't they, they? were yeah um you know they it was um it was a horrendous display in many, many ways. Not, you know, leave aside the fact we lost the game for one. You know, we could have, we could have played quite well against them and lost mm. the game for one. They are very, very good and they're likely to score goals at, at you know any time. But not to show fight, not to show spirit, not to not to compete no, in areas are going, of the pitch where we could. We didn't show Nels either because and, uh, and, yeah,
1: Fernandinho. Yeah. So I had a fantastic season. I really rate him as a player, but was quite dirty in that game and in a cynical way. He knew exactly mm. when to tug back, uh, whereas Noble would scythe forward, be yeah. be attracted forward, carved out of a one-two, and their third goal, which looked you know beautiful on the eye, but it's because our centre midfield were just nowhere. Yeah. Whereas Fernandino well, would have protected his defence. That our would not centre midfield has been. Problem, substantially obviously. absent for
3: most of the most of the season and it is a problem it's a problem um, that has to be addressed if we st- well I just imagine whatever happens but certainly if we stay up that has to be addressed um, it's a real problem for the defence because uh, there's, n- there's no defensive screen and we've talked about that repeatedly um, they they lack Noble I think lacks the athleticism now these days for to, to be one of a two in in uh, a Premier League midfield, and Chiatti, for some reason, uh, either he's still carrying some kind of some kind of physical, you know, injury thing. But neither of over. them have the mentality. Uh, he just hasn't. Yeah, and he has. He also to extent lacks the technical ability as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, mm. um, he's a marauder, and you need him kind of charging about the place, disrupting other play, people's play, getting on the end of things. That's Chiatti's game, and we really haven't seen you know, he's a shadow of the player that we have, that we have seen. Um, yeah. And I mean, that might be a physical thing. It might be a, a kind of mental thing in some ways. And it might be to do with the fact that we, we simply only really have three fit. Well, you Cullen as well, maybe you can count, but I mean, we only have really have three fit midfielders, only two that you would ever have thought of as kind of first-choice, um, first-team players. And there's, so there's no pressure on him. He's no. going to play every game. I mean, there's nobody to, there's nobody yeah. to come in and take Giordi's place, realistically. No,
2: that's um, not. I mean. And I
3: think that has to have an effect on a team. That sort of sense that, you know, I've got to be on my game because if I don't play well, somebody's going to, you know, I'm going to lose my place in the team. We have not got that. We've got, we've got some good players, but they haven't been under pressure for their place, a lot of them. And... Uh, I, you know, th- there's a real malaise in many senses at the club that that. that we have moments where we deal with it then we have moments there was Moyes came in and you could see there were certain things that he, you know, he was doing organising a little bit better getting performances out of Owen Olsovic getting a shape so that we can get Cresswell and Masuaku in and we create most down the left side but so, the, uh, the,
2: the sort of four points we got yeah. against uh, Chelsea and Arsenal at the, at the Olympic Stadium we, we pressed that's how we sort of got those points and we just didn't do that against Manchester City we competed didn't we we competed, we, know, we? We competed you know, in a way that we yeah, simply yeah. didn't um, yeah you know, And it was funny that, um, because the revelation in the Chelsea game was Masuaku, who he dropped for uh, 56-year-old Patrice Evra, because he went, you know, he's going to defend more, you know, (laughs) and, you know, I don't know, you know, know, he's not, but what he's not going to do is keep them busy down that flank, and Masuaku, what he did in that Chelsea game was sort of keep... You know, whoever their right side was, a little bit occupied. Yeah, that was a baffling it? decision. I didn't understand that, and it meant
3: that you know inevitably that was going to be a substitution. Yeah, and it was almost like a waste of a yes. a waste of a substitute yeah, yeah. in a way because you
1: felt oh no, he really. He well, really, if you decide really really started... that ever for whatever reason you want ever the did he play ever the left side of the centre back or the yes he left... did yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so uh, it the, the choice was Cresswell and Masuaku, and I, as a as a well I I was saying before i think that you against man city we don't have the full backs to play in a three five two so i'm not sure i would have played that system anyway i think i would have gone a flat back four because they're so fast on their wings and they if the only point in playing a three five two is if you've got wing backs getting forward and to have zabaletta who can no longer try as he might and as great no. as he's been he is not capable of catching Sane once he's, he's run up out, the posi- out yeah. of position and lost the ball yeah. likewise on the other side Cresswell is, is just not that great, he never was that great at doing that so if we're going to do a three-five-two, I think I'd have played Masuaku instead of Cresswell but I think I'd have preferred to see us in a flat back four
2: yeah, I think that's, that might, might be well, right.
3: maybe. Although you know, they haven't played that for a while. I mean, I, I, and I think the problem there is the midfield in front of the defense. That and I think that's the one of the reasons why he feels constrained to play to play to play through at, that, yeah. play at yeah. the back. And well, and originally also as a way of getting Masuako and Cresswell in, in into the team. And
1: and you know, it was odd that he abandoned that. for Well, it stands game, to reason, but I'm not sure in, in any circumstance it would have been right against City.
2: No, I don't think. I you know, bringing bringing the Patrice Evra of perhaps six or seven years ago into the team would be wise but simply going he's a seasoned defender he'll do really well against kind of Sane or Raheem Sterling seems a bit naive it's like sort of looking at someone's you know, CV rather than looking at the players that've got it I mean, front of
3: you know, to go out in the situation we're in, to go out and effectively just wait to be beaten, which is which is in a sense what happens is, is yeah. really well, it's bizarre and 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 it feels to a lot of fans, I know, you know, kind of unacceptable. Yes, rhythm. I mean,
2: I think, you know, we we sort of started to get into this on the last podcast. There was there's quite a lot of sort of um I mean, I, you know, I still feel it's part of the we hate the stadium, we hate the ball, we hate everything, has sort of migrated to hating Moyes, uh, you know, and, um, you know, there have been some voices that have kind of, you know, mitigated that a little bit on on the Facebook group and stuff. And and I think they're right to do that. I think that, you know, um, against both, uh, you know, Arsenal and Stoke, I think he was trying to sort of play a four three three because I think Mario and... Um, uh, Fernandez should have been closer to to Arnautovic, and I think he wanted them to do that, and they simply didn't do it. They simply didn't do it, and that's very hard to kind of legislate for when your players are not doing what you want them to do, no. or they don't have the ability to do what you want them no, to do. No, no, no. Um, but it did feel a little bit like he set out a bit negatively against Manchester City. There is also the thing with the substitutions, and because and, we're going to come on to Andy Carroll's. Um, a double walkout uh, in a sec, but um, you know substitutions are like they're the sort of one of the things that we can all see as as um, as people that do a regular day job, and then on a Saturday afternoon, we all turn into the best undiscovered football manager uh, England has ever known. And uh, you know there was a lot there. There has been talk with Moyes about he doesn't make substitutions quick enough. But I mean, I sort of think. It's the same with Billich. It was the same with Allardyce. We certainly thought it about Red Redknapp. I can't remember Rhoda or Grant sort of long enough. I slightly wonder whether every single fan of every football club in the country is at some point going, change it, change it, to the, to the manager. Because it's one of the things we can see in a football match and human beings get bored by inertia and things remaining the same. Yeah. Um, it did seem strange. Yeah. You know, I think there is a sort of mentality. Bilic, I think, had it. If 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 those 11 guys have got into trouble give them the chance to get out of that trouble. But at half-time against City, we were 2-1 down, and I think a change at half-time would have been good. But the same guys came out again, and then a little too late, when we were 4-1 down, a triple substitution happened, which is often quite a theatrical thing that a football manager does. The only
1: only way one can say to mitigate against that that the subs didn't happen at half time is that we had gone in only one goal down mm. and the crowd were up, those players were up, those players had got us back in the game. So mm. I can understand that the same 11 came out. But and whether Moyes was thinking, okay, so I'm going to give it seven or eight minutes, and if the pace slackens a bit, then we'll do it. It was really unfortunate that we conceded in the first five or six minutes of the second half, mm. and suddenly the game was just it gone yeah, away. Yeah, and they
3: were all stripping off, getting ready to come on when the when the fourth. Yeah, went in. when the fourth went
2: in. Yeah, um,
3: I've got th- I've probably two observations about the whole kind of substitution thing, kind of, kind of, kind of, like in general. No, number one is that managers, when they come in, quite often. Seem to be making better substitutions because they're not the ma- substitutions that the previous manager yeah. would have made, and they're often quite and they often make kind of bold bold decisions and experimental decisions. Very much true of Bidich, I thought when he when when he started, um, but they very often settle into a routine with sub- substitutions yeah. because we'll do something works, something, the, yeah. work, something yeah. works, and then the, you try and make it kind of work again, mm-hmm. or you've got into a kind of pattern. Um, and they can get quite kind of very often sort of kind of locked into a way of doing it, and the other thing is that um, managers of teams where you have multi 1000000 you know tens of millions of pounds worth of talent on the bench always look better tactically because they 've got the players to come in and, and, yeah, and actually alter the through, game yeah. and change the game. Um, the fact of the matter the chief fact of the matter is on 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 balance we haven 't, but I would say, and I, I sort of agree with this your thoughts about Carol and so on. Um, I would say the one thing we potentially had on our bench to change the way the way the game was going at Man City was to try and give them a bit of an aerial battery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in yeah. fact, if we, you know, if, if we have turned up and they had, had uh, Arnautovic, Hugo and Carroll up against them, we were just mm-hmm. whacking it on. We might, you know, who knows? You might yeah. have got something. Yeah, yeah. It would have gone, at least go gung-ho and get, you know, Put them under a bit of pressure. Give them something to think about. You know, There's sort of centre halves, a bit of an aerial battle. It was. Bizarre. We didn't.
2: We didn't. Let's we did, hold did any thought and come back after this message. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. Um, yes, we we that was definitely a, a sort of a substitution that could have been kept uh in the in the back pocket it was sort of the triple substitution especially when the game had gone seemed a little kind of rash and a bit of a sort of theatrical it's the sort of thing that you know phil brown who sat all his players in the center so in, the, in the penalty area and shouted at them he would have sort of done that as a thing that's more about him than than well, um, masuaku
1: i could understand Um, Hernandez I thought was really bizarre I'll come back to that in a second I can't think who the third sub was Mario for Lanzini Mario for Lanzini there was booing for that Mm -mm -mm -mm. but it was Lanzini that lost the ball where we conceded the third goal
3: because he had no one to pass to no No. time and time and time again we we had players receiving the ball Manchester City working much harder off the ball than, than, than we were prepared to do yeah, you can yeah, see the way they yeah. close down when you have a throw-in six of them come and yeah. close down the space they work their bollocks yeah. off don't yeah, they yeah. Um, uh, you know they, they're not just good because they silkily pass it around they're good because they work hard and you know you sh- the one thing you can do as a team that's not as skillful and good as the other team is match their work rate yes, yeah. that's you right. know, we run did. your bollocks we really didn't get in their faces
1: there were a number and, and, there were a couple, couple of times so disappointing about there was a couple of times one of our players were waiting to take a throw on and there was just no movement no they understand. had everything yeah, yeah. covered and it was so easy for them yeah but just to come back to the Hernandez thing they, they played their back four played pretty much on the halfway line that mm-hmm. was where Hernandez came on as the lone striker that was where he stood utterly futile the, the waste of time in being on the, totally. on the field and that, and it was obvious I don't understand you were saying that every club every supporter moans at the managed mm. decisions and subs i suppose we're all fifa generation or at least have kids that are fifa generation so we are to that extent all quite practice managers mm. we, we make subs mm. we observe the game in that way and so people think they they can do better well it seemed, seemed very obvious that carol had to be the guy there had to be the aerial battering that you that were was the, that about. was the
3: pl- that was the potential plan b it might not have come off might not have done anything but it you know it might have just given them something to think about you know never- Never know and and you know you've got one back yeah who knows it's do you remember um
2: there was a very interesting substitution when we uh under alan pardew we played chelsea under mourinho and we were sort of in that game and i think it was sort of level and pardew switched it up to sort of 4-4-2 or something he'd had some kind of lineup with maybe a kind of solo striker up front, and you could see exactly why he did it. It was because you were kind of going, "If we just play slightly more time, we could nick this." And then they coasted past us. They banged two yeah, in, yeah, and we lost yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you completely understood why Pardew did it. In a way, it was because the game was a bit boring. Yeah. Mourinho didn't mind that it was boring. Yeah. You know, he's going, we'll always nick a goal. you yeah. said, Oh God, I think we can win this. I think we can do this. And it's been a bit boring to this. I'll make this change. And you thought, yeah. Go on, son. That's brilliant. And we lost. Yeah. And it was the substitution that lost it. Yeah, and yeah. You knew exactly why he made it. You were exactly. You were sympathetic to why he made it. Yeah. Uh, another substitution I remember was against Chelsea, where um, Allardyce had dropped Army because he'd been sort of shit for a couple of games. Then he brought him on, yeah. and we won that game. I think it was three yeah. one or something. Yeah.
1: Um, but I, and, D'Army and, and, was the catalyst. Uh, uh, yes. The, yeah. But
2: yeah. other. But but conversely, um, you know. Uh, as you say, Russell, um, we went in only a goal down, so we we, we we brought the same team out again to start the second half. There was a game away at Arsenal, Jim, that you and I went to where Allardyce fielded a sort of a weakened team, <laughs> but somehow, bizarrely, we went in one-all. Yeah, again, was that the game
3: where Collison scored the first goal? Oh, uh, and they, they
2: lost scored five five four in about yeah, ten yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Allardyce sent the same guys out, in the second half and you were going no they're fielding a slightly weak team that's why we're still in this game yeah change it up now bring some of our big hitters on now to fly at them you know in a way th- th- there's that uh adage that uh you have to keep moving to stay still yeah. and, and allardyce quite often had this feeling that the uh Oh, the game will stay like this if I don't change anything. You go, yeah. no, it won't. They'll yeah. bring the other team will bring on Coutinho or something like that. It won't. You can't go. Oh, it's one all now. If I keep doing the same thing, it'll be one all at the end of the game. No, it fucking won't. Mm. And, and that game was utterly lost by making no subs at half Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, the <laughs> thought occurs to me thinking of that game, which must be what four years ago now, yeah, three or four like years that. ago. I might be wrong, but it's a fair bet that noble and Chiate were sat in that same midfield
2: quite possible and here we are
1: several years later uh we've gained by one goal it was four goal, four one instead of five one um, and we're still expecting them to be the uh the engine room of our midfield
2: yes it's uh it is um extraordinary but it, it but it is you know you in a sense you you would have thought that mark noble and cheku Chiate would be a strong enough pair of players to play in the middle of a... Because you've got to go, you know, I don't know who every team's... I don't know who Watford's sort of central pair are. I'm not sure who Bournemouth... I mean, I, I just don't know many names. I, I've i got a theory on you, that. You sort of think some... There must be some quite bad teams out there that have got two blokes in the middle that can still hold their own when they go and, you know... I, I mean, don't think Chiaro
1: is capable. I think the game's moved on. Yeah. And I think that you either have a defensive, he's not a defensive midfielder, but let's call him that. You either have one that isn't that great on the ball, but is very disciplined and stays where they are. Busquets, I'm not suggesting for a moment, Mm -hmm. Busquets not good on the ball, quite the opposite. But he's so disciplined, he doesn't move out of position. He just guards that back four and he gives it to someone even more brilliant than he is to do the flashy stuff. Or you're marauding like Cuyate, but you don't lose the ball. You're yeah. a better footballer. You're say a can'te. Yeah.
2: And yeah. kind of, if
1: you get in trouble, you can get out of trouble. The game has moved beyond Kiyate. He's the worst of both worlds now.
3: In a sense, he is. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, if he's not, if he's not
3: putting himself
1: about, and he
3: strolled through, even the, if he, he puts himself through about, through that game he
1: will then the lose the ball. Yeah, and he, be te- out of
3: position, te- te- and we're exposed. Te- yeah, technically, he's problematic. He, you, you've got, to, he's got to play in a team where I think, you know, I think we've been missing a, set, a, a decent you know, holding defensive midfielder, whether it's a more aggressive kind of ball winning Kante type or whether it's a more kind of sit on it and, and distribute song type. We you know we haven't got either, have we? And we no. haven't got anyone who can play no. that role. I mean Obiang had a decent stab at it uh, season Obiang four, has the season. potential to I think to be um, excellent at but, that but I still think he's more box to box really, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I um I, and and you know he hasn't you know, when he played this season, he wasn't great, was he? No, wasn't he, as good as he, I mean he, as went, he, he did.
1: And. He had a dip in form, yeah. but I think as a footballer, he's one of the best we have.
3: Yeah, yes, yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of. I would say, though, coming back to Moyes, you know, the last three games have not been Moyes' finest out. No. And I think it's easy to underestimate the effects of pressure on anyone in sport, anybody. In this, and I think he's feeling the pressure now, big time. He must be. The bust up with Carroll, that kind of. Uh, floundering three-person substitution was like that that, it's Mm -hmm. like a very dramatic theatrical gesture isn't it look look i am make i am doing something look i'm the kind of manager that sort of changes but in reality of course as we've analyzed it didn't really change anything um and and i would go back to stoke and say i agree with you about we you know we should have won that game at stoke and i don't think we were that negative but we gave the goal away because he continued to pick Joe Hart, and that yeah, has, yeah. that has been. I mean, do you think Hart is going to come back into goal after the Man City game? I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I, be, I will be, I will yeah. be appalled if if he does. I it really will be will. very silly.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, well. You know. um, quite floundering. but he's he's um,
3: sort of got himself into that mm. difficult you know he's yeah. created a little bit of a dilemma for himself yes, because yeah, that yeah, yeah. whoever's in goal is un, is under pressure is, is 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 being exposed you know he should have really as a manager made a decision about who he felt was his best goalkeeper and i feel that he did that i think he worked out that adrian was his best goalkeeper and he should have bloody well stuck to it
2: yeah
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, although I have to say, I'm not Adrian's greatest fan.
3: No,
2: uh, maybe we life. could do better, but come on, he's yeah. a
3: better... Uh, as it stands at the moment, he's a better keeper I think than he's Joe good Hart, keeper. I think.
2: I think he's a... You know, I think we're a we're sort of, you know... Well, we're not at the moment, We're but, but for a kind of mid-table top flight team that's the quality of goalkeeping Can you, you can't well, get no, we, think, have to, think, we have, have to I do better we i think have not only does a oh, not only heart we probably oh
3: gosh but we, we have yes. to buy we have to buy a new team in the yeah. summer virtually yeah. i mean i am very worried i mean i think you know let's assume we do cling on by a fingernails to premier we league will. status we will all will be well i think we probably will because i think we probably will pick up a point or two and i think that will probably be enough but um uh, on that mm. assumption um there is major surgery yep. needed in, in, uh, on this team. Really, key positions have got to be filled. Money has got to be spent on those, those key positions. You do not have faith that that's going to happen, yeah. do you?
2: Let's talk yeah. about that in a second. Uh, uh, I think the two things we can sort of finish this podcast talking about are, are kind of, um, you know, what would need to happen. Uh, and that includes managerial change. Yeah, uh, But also, we... There does seem to be a kind of a uh, sort of a malaise in the team that uh, Moyes was able to address and cure temporarily. That has sort of come back. That was there. I mean, perhaps the. I mean, well, you know, certainly in the midfield. The whole season we've gone. We are a less talented midfield than the other. T- when we lost the. I said this a Unless few times, but the 4-1 the, 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 the away at Swansea, uh, I, I came away from, from watching that game thinking, the, uh, the way to play West Ham United is just let us have the ball and we will eventually just give it back to you. We will try five or six passes amongst our midfielders and then one of them will just be mishit. Under no pressure from the other team, we will just eventually not pass because we don't... You know, there are no runners. We're now, on that, which is now like our only runner against Arsenal. I don't know if I said this after the Arsenal game, but um, quite near us, uh, Noble sort of came up with the ball and. Standing, I'd say six or seven yards away from him was, uh, Fernandez. Um, you know, with someone sort of near him, like maybe Ramsey or, or Bellerin or someone like that. another uh, guy on the other side. Um, can't remember. Montreal. Uh, yes. Yeah. Monreal. Um, but, um, he looked, he looked Fernandez in the eye, who gave no indication that he was receptive to the idea of having the ball passed to him. He just looked at Noble with this blank expression on his face. And Noble, in the end, just turned inside and went, Oh, I'll do something else then. Because, because uh, so Hernandez managed to kind of hide whilst being directly looked at by another player. He literally didn't show for the pass, and um, I see that a lot in Hernandez. I see he, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to be able to read the game. Hernandez he's got or chops. Fernandez. Fernandez? Sorry, Fernandez. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. Have I been saying? Yeah, I mean Fernandez. Ed Milson, Fernandez. You once said Hernandez Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got chops and stuff, but he doesn't. He he seems to. He doesn't seem to know what to do a lot of the game you know occasionally when he's surprised into it he turns up in the Southampton game was one of his finest hours actually he's had a couple of really good games when he's come on as a sub uh, yeah I mean because I think, I think he's, he's been told the job that he has to do is replace that guy that's just left currently so that's Anthony, what he
3: should be isn't he he's a squad player he's, yeah. a, he's a utility player whenever he's sort of filled in he doesn't on the whole you know he's not going to change a game he's not he's not that player yet if he's ever going to be that player no. um, you know we need to be better. We need to
1: have a better starting
3: midfield
1: yeah, you're, you're, three yeah, than the three yeah, I, we have. Think, you know, I think that's yeah. a fair assessment. I, I yeah. thought Phil maybe you were being slightly unfair on him. I, I rate him a little better than that. I think he's I think he looks he looks like a footballer. He's got a lot to learn. He's very, very young, but I like he tends to be forward thinking, reasonably so. And I've seen him have particularly in away games. And maybe, as you say, when he's come on and he's been energetic. It was great against Southampton. Yeah, that, that was, that was,
3: you said. his Antonio. finest, yes. Came and that on was, you agree. Yeah, so I yeah. agree. It was his finest hour, definitely. It showed Antonio. what he can do, potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. write him off. I, I no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not writing but him
0: off, but I
2: think he's won't at the moment because there's no in his you I don't
1: mind having him on the bench
2: at all. You know. No, he could be another sort of the yeah. Jonathan Spector type, but he yeah, does at I, that's, the moment. That's where he, he is. He doesn't, mm-hmm. and that's what we have all over the pitch. Is we don't have anyone who takes the game by the scruff of the neck except On oh, You know, yeah. he's one of the only people who, he. We were reliant on him for all our running at Arsenal. They literally stood and just looked at the person that had the ball. They mm-hmm. didn't make. There were no runs. Mm-hmm. There were no. And uh, Mario was. as uh, You know, as guilty of that as as uh, Fernandez was. Um, Hernandez, you know, against Arsenal, there was a. I think I did say this last week, but there was a little kind of bursting. Yeah, only fifteen yards run from Lanzini, played it into Hernandez, and it just bounced off him about three yards to an Arsenal player. You know, it's just, Hernandez is never going to play
1: with more. He's never going to have a chance while Moyes is there because he plays a 4-5-1, a three, sorry, a, a one up top. But also we don't have players that can keep the ball. So, so I mean, I think that's going to, that's, that's... Well, unless you're you know. applying pressure, unless we are p- playing quite yeah. a bit of the game in their third, Hernandez is a waste of time.
3: No. He was, uh, as we've, we've mentioned before, he was an odd purchase given, you know, the, the way the rest of the personnel in the team and 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 so on um i can't imagine he's going to stay i mean i would have no, assumed no. he'll be he'll yeah. be he'll be one of the departures oh uh, will actually, struggle to hold on to lanzini whatever mm-hmm. happens especially if lanzini has a decent world cup and has a couple of good games for argentina um so uh i don't imagine they'll pay the money for and i'm not necessarily sure that is the best use of the best part of thirty million quid to keep Mario, no. um, you know. So, so you, you're looking. You know, you're going to have to find a creative player of quality uh, to match Lanzini. That's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, we've got to have a holding midfielder. We've got to find a defensive yep. midfielder, and not just you know it's got to be a decent one, hasn't it? Don't, this uh, Carvalho, Dendoncker, I don't really know much about them, but by all you know that sort of level of player, we've got to have a right back because yeah, we, Zabaleta yeah. it can't can't carry that.
2: Need a couple of really. these guys as well, you need yeah. two
3: players. In every got position. to have a goalkeeper. Got to have a striker because you're going to lose. um I'm sure Hernandez, and he was not he's not the right one anyway. Um Carroll's a Plan B player at best, and now might well be, you know, on his way. Off, off and on his way because he's fallen out with the manager. Um, so you're, you're at top level, really first team starters. You're looking at a minimum five, and possibly <laughs> six, and that's that's a massive summer transfer. We're not going to do that. I don't no. think we're going to achieve that. And if we don't achieve it, we are going to be on the back foot from the word go next season. Wolves coming up are strong good confident and got money um villa. it's all getting better fulham. villa or full fulham, mm-hmm. fulham look young and full of energy um um with a progressive manager and 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 you know they're they're coming you know they're hitting a, a good run at the right time so it looks like it might go
2: up but that's uh you know, but, but the it's going to be uh, difficult the, the one really big difficult. issue is also moise is is uh, yes. if we you know um, before we started this podcast you know you were saying jim that that uh, You know, it felt that if we stayed up, Moyes might be offered a new contract. However, if we sort of lost our last five games, uh, but still somehow scraped up, that sort of changes the... Because you know it's it's not you know you don't feel like rewarding someone who's kind of lost your last five games for you, and it's conceivable that that could change in the summer. And arguably, you shouldn't. I mean,
3: it's it's um it's going to give them a very difficult give the board a very difficult
2: dilemma. I mean, my contention, you know, last week's podcast, uh, George uh, George Mann was very um, was very up for you know get rid of him in the summer. Mm. Jim Monroe and myself sort of you know were we're quite aghast at this in a way, in that we're having so much trouble at the moment that throwing everything up in the air in a closed season once more seems just crazy. I mean, Moyes has experience and he's looked at the squad now and, you know, uh, someone coming in, just meeting these guys for the first time, but in a closed season and, you know, they sit and yeah, look at I, I don't you know, think you just can go, risk I think it would be terrible. I think yeah. it would be terrible. I, th- I think he should stay sort of regardless of well, what Well, there's happens. a lot to be said for
1: continuity. Yeah. And I think, Jim, your assessment of the sort of players we need is spot on. And um, I don't think that it's too risky. We're in too precarious a position in all sorts of other ways to not have a manager that, that knows the rest of the squad as yeah. well. And... Um, I I agree. If we lo- if we lost the next three games and probably still scraped up, that's a very tricky decision for the board. They're yeah. balancing fan pressure and all the rest of it. But whatever way you look, in the cold light of day, we probably won't do much better than Moyes, whether we go down no. or we stay up. Well,
3: that that's quite an that's that's a key issue, isn't it? It's it. I mean, you can see. I I was I didn't I wasn't excited by the uh, appointment of Moyes in fact you know far from it I saw in the first few games oh okay he's he is he's, he's getting still some performances out some yeah. players you know it did seem to sort of start you know then there were still some pretty disastrous results in amongst all that um he was unlucky with the injury to Nanzini after we were really starting to gain some momentum yeah, the with the four one at Huddersfield. Huddersfield. That's yeah. you know yeah. injuries are you know, can kill you, you know, they really are difficult. And Obiang and Obiang's injury and, and Masuaku yeah. bought for was, six games. W- yes. But Obiang injured in the transfer window. We could have got someone in on loan. you know, he, yeah. mm-hmm. spent ten million pounds on Hugill and didn't okay. replace him an injured midfielder or so, yeah. someone. Yeah. Just yeah. gets you know. Um so uh <laughs> You know, he's he's it's certainly the kind of it's it's more problematic now. Definitely, I I, I think more uh, with Moyes. Um, but I agree with you in broad terms that that unless you know you've got some a better alternative, a more progressive, clearly superior alternative lined up, it would be a very high risk strategy to to change manager in a summer when you've got to do business. You need to do business. It's going to be very hard to do business early. Impossible, in fact, because it's almost, because it's a World Cup year and that's yeah. notoriously difficult to do yeah. your transfer yeah, business in the World Cup summer. You um, end up with Gary Breen. Well, yeah. Um... Uh, so, Probably you know, you're them, really. adding the whole idea of kind of getting, settling a manager in who, who, you know, hopefully they've identified targets and players. They've been talking to them. You know, you, you hope that the team's, you know, the club's being run well, well enough to be planning, you know, who to bring in yeah. and, and, and there's mm. a strategy about it. And that he's been told, you know, well, if we stay up, you are
1: going to have another year or two. A uh, year, I would Added you know, to would which, do, we haven't you know. mentioned one other factor, which is Sullivan. And, you know, what talented, man- what manager that is better than Moyes is going to be prepared to come to West Ham where the whole footballing, director of football, quasi-dictatorship mm. is
2: our club. You know, who would come into that well, role? Well, I think in a way, I without mean, you know, I think, I think, of the I think sort of good modern managers probably, you know, uh, have the kind of, have it in their locker to be able to sort of deal with owners and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I think that, that that, that, dynamic has changed because often, you know, owners, you know, Vincent Tan, people come in who don't know anything about football in England and, and stuff like that. And I think now, you know, Arsene Wenger, in a sense, was seen as one of the first modern managers that, 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 dealt on a day-to-day basis with the board of the club, with the marketing department of the club, sort of got involved in in all of that. You felt that that in a sense, you know, Billich part of his problem might have been his sort of gentlemanliness and um reluctance to kind of go, no, what you want is that, what I want is this, and to sort of actually sort of bully their board a uh, bit. Or, or also just man-manage the board to make it seem like an idea you've had is their idea. Well, I'm not sure
1: it? I buy the fact that the board has has uh, as moved on and into that new era. No, 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 was this, but,
2: but that's where a manager, there, was this, there is this, more this like this that, talk that.
1: Well, that Moyes was saying well, I want a new contract and I've got to be making all the football decisions and the club seemed to accept it. Da, da, da. And the, But the results in the last three games I think Sullivan may have maybe thinking, how you know, questioning how much he can trust Moyes and I really don't think any new manager, we're not going to bring in a new manager we're not going to bring in a Benitez after losing the last three three games and or going down, and if it isn't someone of that calibre, I don't think anyone else is going to come in and think, "Yes, I can manage this board, no problem." I think they're going to be but scared. They're going to be under. I mean, whatever happens, they're under pressure. They want to appease
3: fans. That's pretty clear. They want to deflect flack away from them. Um, appeasing fans by sacking Moyes at the end of the season, whatever happens. Is a kind of you know because exactly what you say about the way the club is run, you can imagine them doing that as a as a as a way of sort of deflecting attention away from from them in in, 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 in sense.
2: terms of ways. I think I think you know he has he has shown a couple of worrying traits lately, but I do think he has you know he can only work with what's in front of him, and I don't you know one thing that you see with uh, certainly Manchester City, and I mean I'm you know. I'm using this as an analogy for one particular thing, not comparing us to those clubs, but also Liverpool, who are performing well, is that they've got players performing out of their skin. There are certain players, David Silva, um, Kevin De Bruyne, who are playing the best they've ever played. Mm. M- Mane, Sane at Liverpool have never played better. For them. Firmino, they've had him for like three years, four years. He's playing the best he's ever played. Our players on the whole most of them are playing worse than they've ever played. Arnautovic is playing well. We never knew what Declan Rice was like anyway because he's brand new. So he seems to be playing pretty well. And uh, but I mean, you know, Lanzini's not the Lanzini of, of 2 or 3 years ago. Cresswell's not as good yeah. as he was. Kiarati is disastrously. The one exception not the
1: I would say Ogbonna is twice yes. the defender he was a season ago. No, I think he's one and a bit. But, I think he's always yeah. been good. But but you know, he's play, but, he's playing he's well. Exception.
2: But, but, yeah. but 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 you know, actually both Manchester United both City and Liverpool those are, I'm talking about kind of attacking players that help put the ball in the other team's net you know of course Maguire is having a great season at Leicester but 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 you know Aubameyang having a good season is is great but we we are it's a team of underperforming players generally on the whole. And I think there's just one person having a fantastic season in a kind of yeah. attacking capacity. And Moyes- would have changed this season because I think they're just, they're a little bit lost. No one's leading by example. People are actively having bad seasons and, and that's very tough. So yes, Moyes
1: can only work with what he's got. He's not inspired them to the extent we would have hoped. And as we remembered him doing in his Everton days, um, And that's been disappointing. But he he was also there pre the last transfer window, wasn't he? So he had that transfer window. He must have been, I imagine, livid that a a defensive central midfielder, for whatever reason, didn't arrive. That That was either his mistake, that he thought actually we can cope without him, or that Sullivan pulled the the, the rug from under his feet. Either way, Moyes presided over a situation while he was the manager... That has really led to
2: the yeah. terrible second half. of the season. I mean, season. again, in his defense, the winter transfer window is is a nightmare. You know, people want to get rid of it. I mean, it is very, very hard, isn't it? I think that they, they, I don't know what they were doing. I can't speculate because I just don't know. But it's, you it know, was it's so like,
1: clear that there was mm-hmm. one position that was desperately needed to be filled, and he failed.
2: It is. I mean, I, I do but think, you, but yeah, but you know. you're talking sort of in a way about one guy that we, we, you know, if. Uh, Especially if a football club knows that you want that one guy, because he didn't move, did he? I mean, it's not like someone else bought him.
1: No. no. And and when did Obiang, Obiang got injured in the Wigan game, so that was right at the beginning of that window, was it? So he had, um, or was that the Wigan in the cup? Was that maybe, uh, maybe he thought we had enough? It's hard, isn't it? If if a team's uh, got like
2: some, you know, if a team's got a kind of Kante or an Nzonzi, they keep them. You can't just go, we should get Kanto. I thought Why this, didn't guy was, Kanto? this guy
1: was available and I thought he wanted to come. I don't, who knows what goes I on. Know. But I, I'm, I suspect it was Sullivan trying to be too clever, interfering in football terms, thinking he could run the, the deal... And he needs to show a bit of humility after this season. Absolutely. Well he said step
2: off and step step back. He said he was stepping back from it. I mean it has to be said, whether there's a whether what happens with this sort of director of football thing. Well that I mean obviously if they're gonna get rid of Moyes, they might be back to we need a director of football. We should probably wrap this up. We've been yes, here for a while. I, I was
3: just going to. Well, curious thing I'm looking at my little league table of statistics. I mean, we've been talking about how O'Bonner's an improved player. We've really liked Rice coming in. He's been a success. So somehow, somehow sort of, in, and Cresswell has done a decent job, with, on, on, you know, we think, at left, the left side of defence. So you look at the defence and you think, oh, the individuals are playing well. But it is officially the worst defence in the league. It has conceded mm. more goals than anyone, including Stoke. Uh, and uh, and we won something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, well, but what's interesting is is I think it's to do with the midfield. I really no, do. think it. it's yeah, defending. Hundred yeah, um, percent. And interesting, we've scored more. We've scored more goals uh, than anyone in the uh, in in the bottom half. Mm. so it's it, it, it has been about you know um we get we've got goals in the team there are goals in the team we've got players who score goals in the team it has been about the fact that we have simply with the one exception i think of southampton possibly huddersfield and stoke away uh we have simply failed to control a game in midfield for the entire season and we never looked like being anywhere near it and and our midfield was like well, it was... It was, it was invisi- giving giving it was the ball in, away in dangerous situations something, It was, situations was situations
1: invisible They just passed it around, passed it through but You uh, can't judge a team on playing Man City, but no. we've been... Like, noble well, and Carter but... have been like it half a season.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's... Uh, let's uh, predictions for the Leicester game, um, and then we should wrap this up. We'll go for a little while. Um, well, they got well beat by Palace, obviously. We have to react. There
3: has mm. to be mm. a reaction. 1-1. Um, 1-1. One, one. One, one.
1: Awesome. I, I shall be there, and um, mm. I was there a couple of years ago. We did all right a couple of years ago when I was there. I, I, when Cresswell scored. Is that when Cresswell scored, yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought, oh, my God, we're just giving the lead yeah. to Tottenham. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was going to say 1-1. Has you taken 1-1, I'm yeah. going to go for it. We'll have a 2-1 win. Who? Mm. Mm. Leicester
2: 1, West Ham 4. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, um, so after the victory, we'll see you back here next week. Uh, my name's been Phil Whelans. With me, Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Donna the Hammer. As was. As Russell was. Russell Raphael. Um, see so you, Russell. Uh, see you next time. Uh, come on, you Irons. Come on, you Irons.
0: This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at West Ham Podcast. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements which large software publishers like Microsoft,